What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to the second PuzzleLife.Voice podcast. That's right. Welcome to the second PuzzleLife.Voice podcast. At the end of the day, conversations is going to be real here. Topics is going to be heavy. We're going to demand answers. We're going to try our best to knock the stigma off autism acceptance and autism awareness. We're going to try to knock those stigmas that we face as family members, that's we, that we face as parents. We're going to try to knock the stigmas away. It's a lot coming out of the podcast, and I want to thank those that has taken the time to even participate. Those that contacted me yesterday trying to see when, how can we schedule an interview to sit down. So, boy, it's going to be some heavy conversations going on this summer. But today's podcast is the stigmas of autism when all eyes are on you. Can we relate? I don't think y'all heard me. The stigmas of autism when all eyes are on you. I want to share a couple of things from a writer, Marina Saris. And it touched me when I read this article. It was so enlightened and it's, it goes to what we face, what we go through daily as parents as we dealing with this stigma that's attached to our kids. What parent of a child with autism or special needs hasn't had one of those moments in public when your child's screaming, spinning, flapping their arms, or making noises, and you're on the receiving end of a disproven, a disproven stare of an outright hostile, annoyed person a total stranger just annoyed with you. Some have the nerve to even shout at times, control your child. You've never been in a situation like that? They speak to you so coldly with no passion whatsoever. Maybe they assume your child lacks discipline. Maybe they recognize the disability, but blames you for your child's disability and behavior. We call them the annoyed. You see, the annoyed could be a stranger, an acquaintance, acquaintance, or even a family member, believe it or not. We we call those people the annoyed. They are annoyed because they quite can't understand what's going on with our child. So we automatically, boom, judged. We automatically get them stares, funny looks, hisses. Some can relate. Maybe some can't. But I've been there. We've been there. This is why me and my wife said, no, 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 no more. And they was only doing it because I assume they wasn't educated. At that moment, you feel the stigma that society around the globe attached to autism in different ways and in different degrees. People in many countries view autism 
as a source of disappointment, believe it or not. See, other countries believe autism and special needs is a disappointment to their child. They view it as a source of disappointment, annoyance, shame. Now, I, I can't even fathom a, un, a, a child being born with autism and automatically a family member is just looking at them in total shame. This is going on around the world. We got to wake up. According to some researchers, the stigma may keep families from seeking diagnosis and services for their children. It might even stop them from participating fully in their communities and from enjoying some of the quality of life as they should with their neighbors. What I mean by that, you have parents that are so ashamed of the stigma and not saying they're ashamed of their child, but so ashamed of the stigma that society has attached to their child. They'd rather not go outside and be ridiculed. They'd rather not go outside and be ridiculed. See, we got to do better as a society. We got to do better as people. We got to do better as human beings. Simply put, stigmas influence public health. Don't let that fly over your head, people. Stigma, stigmas influence public health. Some people don't want the diagnosis. Some people refuse to accept the diagnosis. So by doing those two things, where's the services coming at? Huh? Where's the help for your child or your loved one coming at? You feel you could talk it out of them. It's going to grow out of them. Unfortunately, you have some kids that get abused over this. This is real talk, people. This is real talk. Stigmas is born of culture. So it may look different depending on whether you are living in South Korea, Australia, the West Bank, Japan, or the United States. Pope Francis recently told Roman Catholics worldwide to help with breaking down the isolation. The Pope, he asked Catholics worldwide to help break down the isolation. We are isolated. Believe you not, we are isolated. A lot of families are isolated. Not too many places we can go and just enjoy ourselves without the stigmas being attached. There's not too many places we could go. You see, the shame and isolation experienced by people with autism and their families is similar to that of others who differences set them apart. But autism has some unique characters. I mean, autism has some unique characteristics that's created an almost perfect, that, that created basically a perfect storm for shame and rejection. See, society created this stigma. Society created this shame and rejection from the world. Because being that it was a puzzling stigma, as a society, we wasn't fully educated on autism and special needs at all. See, the masses is just catching on slowly but surely, even though we know they're slipping in certain neighborhoods, certain zones, even though we, they slipping when it comes down to your skin color, 
you know, but that's a whole conversation. That's why I said if you're not ready for the truth when it comes to special needs and autism acceptance, and when I say the truth, I will be sharing quotes, but I'm only one parent, and I'm only sharing my beliefs, how I feel as a parent. Because if you met one autistic child, you met one autistic child. So I'm speaking from my experiences and what I feel. I'm not speaking for no one else. People with autism alone usually do not have identical facial characteristics, such as in someone with Down syndrome. Nor do they typically use devices such as wheelchairs or canes to alert others of their disability. As a, re as a result, their behavior may be mistaken for terrible parenting, for just being bad, stubborn. You see, autism has no face. Special needs has no face. You, and you can... You can tell the difference between Down syndrome and special needs. And what I mean by that, some can tell, okay, when you see someone with Down syndrome, when you see the face, you know they have Down syndrome. Special needs has no face. There is no clue to it. So you have to go by signs. You have to go by sensory. You have to go by whether the child is nonverbal. See, so it's a lot of more that you, you have to really dissect it and look at it with that third eye. You have to use common sense. We have to get educated. We have to have the conversation. This increases the burden of the stigma by us not being educated. It increases the burden of the stigma. You have parents that suffer with anxiety. You have... You have parents that suffer with, with panic attacks. You see, just because our child is in school for four hours, we still have to wonder if that phone is going to ring because something happened. We still have to pick up our child right then and there and check our child and make sure no bruises is on our child. Now, can you imagine a parent of a child that's nonverbal and something may have went wrong? And their child cannot explain the story of the situation. Take a moment. Take a moment. Do you understand how it feels when a parent of a child with special needs is judged because the child is having a meltdown? Inside, society doesn't know how they make us feel as a parent. Inside, society doesn't know. You have a lot of parents that's not strong enough yet to deal with the rejection, to deal with the stigma, to deal with the foolishness of not being educated so someone at any given time can say something so hurtful, not knowing you could break that person down. Society not knowing, even saying, wow, your child doesn't look like they have autism. Your child doesn't look like they have special needs. See, these are things that affect a parent like I and so many others. So we're going commu to communicate. We're going to educate. 
Conversation plus understanding equals acceptance. And we all know autism, special needs, Asperger's, you know, things like that is not front page news until something goes wrong. You know, things like that is not something that's going to catch the attention of news outlets into April, which is Autism Awareness Month. Why wait till then? Why should we wait? I'm a resident of the South Bronx. My wife and I feel like we get in the ring every day and have to box and have to stand in that ring and not get TKO'd for the services that we have to fight for our daughter and for so many and beyond. It's a fight. It's a battle. And it's a shame that we have so many people working in position that know the needs and the wants that we have as parents and just either take their time getting things done or so have it, maybe it doesn't affect them, so they really don't really, they really don't understand the effect. Maybe we should start putting parents in those positions. I bet you things will get done much quicker. I bet you parents like I, when we call, maybe the person on the other, on the other side of that phone call will be a little bit more passionate. See, we got to do better down to the school buses, the patrons. We got to do better when it comes down to every public school and beyond having a gym for our kids with sensory issues. We got to do better when it comes down to public schools having places, I mean, public parks in every borough having places for our kids to go play. Not just in the summertime, but in the winter too. YMCA done priced us out. YMCA, YMCA don't have all our needs. Kids Bay don't have all our needs. Kids Bay don't have all the resources and the staff that's equipped to have our kids in their programs and their facility for six hours, four hours or so. So that's why we have to build our community and do so. We have to reach out to these politicians and let them know, don't just talk the talk when it's time to vote. If you're going to talk it, be about it. If you're going to talk it, have some affirmative action. Keep your promises. Because this is not a joke. I hope today's podcast touched upon somebody's heart and soul. Because if you reach one person, that's a very good beginning. I told you this podcast, we're going to shake it up. They're going to hear us. And we're going to hear us in a humble way. The stigmas of autism when all eyes are on you. Part of Life Dive Voice Podcast. Today was a blast. Please tune in tomorrow. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Follow us on Instagram, Part of Life Voice. Follow us on Facebook, Part of Life Voice. I am your host, Midtown. I am very appreciative of every family member that has joined the Puzzle Life Voice movement. If you have any worries and concerns, DM me. If there's an issue you would like me to speak about, a topic that you would like me to speak about, please, man. We are family. Let it be known. Stay blessed.
Stay strong. Remember, God got you.